on the news tonight. Tinubu swears in new ministers in Second Fed Executive Council meeting. Court of Appeal removes Senator Ishaku Abu declares new representative for Adamawa North. Nigeria's inflation skyrockets to 26.72% as food price rises. Wife arrested for pouring hot water on husband in River State. We are not beggars. CDA chairman calls out of the state government. Lagos seals hospital for unsafe blood transfusions urges vigilance. 35-year-old elected as Ecuador's president pledges to restore peace. Belgium-Sweden Euro qualifier suspended after Brazil's terrorist attack leaves two dead. Super Eagles beat Mozambique win first friendly in five years. Now the news in full. I am Arakurin Sheyi. To listen to the news in full details, kindly click on the link below. Welcome back to the news on our Akronshei podcast. Kindly follow our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audio Mac at Arakronshei Podcast. And also follow us on all social media accounts Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Thank you. In a brief yet significant ceremony at the presidential villa in Abuja, President Bola Metinibu presided over the second Federal Executive Council meeting, where he administered the oath of office to 80 newly appointed ministers. These ministers, Camilla Ibrahim, Kora State, Alara Dilawa, Kaduna State, and Ayadiliola Wandi, Ondo State, officially joined the ranks of the 45 other ministers who received approval from the Red Chamber back in August. Each of the newly sworn ministers have been assigned specific portfolios. Camilla Bao Ibrahim is now the Minister of Youth, Alajidi Olawande is the Minister of State for Youth, and Balara Lawa is entrusted with the role of Minister of Environment. This significant Federal Executive Council meeting marks the second such gathering during the President Tinobu's administration since he assumed office in May 29. Notably, this meeting comes after a 48-day break and it follows the Senate screening and confirmation of the three newly additional ministers. President Tinubu had just in and inaugurated with initial 45 ministers stressed the importance of hard work during the maiden cabinet meeting in Abuja on August 28. He reminded Federal Executive Council members, including ministers, that the expectations of the Nigerian people are severely high and any underperformance will not be tolerated. Court of Appeal removes Senator Ishaku Abu, declares new representative for the Nawanot. In a significant legal decision, the Court of Appeal in Abuja has removed Senator Elisha Abu, previously represented the Nawanot, from his position. The judgment, delivered by a three member panel presided by Judge C. has directed the Independent National Electoral Commission INEC to issue a certificate of return. Amos Buana as a duly elected lawmaker representing the area in the National Assembly. This decision was at the previous ruling by the tribunal, which had upheld Abu's claim as the winner of the senatorial election on the platform of the All Progressive Congress APC. INEC had initially declared Abu the victor of the parliamentary election held on February 25, 2023. However, in response to the electoral body's decision, 
the People's Democratic Party PDP candidate Amos Ubana contested the election outcome at the tribunal, but his petition was dismissed for lacking merit. Not satisfied with the tribunal's judgment, the PDP candidate represented by his counsel, Johnson Smart SAM, pursued the matter at the Court of Appeal. After careful consideration and examination of the evidence, the Court of Appeal agreed with Usman's argument, citing Section 137 of the Electoral Act 2022. It was found that the election result did not comply with the Electoral Act. The Court proceeded, proceeded to subtract invalid votes from both parties, ultimately declaring Joanna and the PDP as the winners of the election, supported by a majority of lawful votes. In response to the ruling, Senator Abo expressed discontent but calls for calm among the supporters in the wake of what he described as a significant decision affecting democracy. Nigeria's inflation skyrocketed to 26.72% as food price rises. In a concerning economic development, Nigeria's inflation rate surged to 26.72% in September 2023 primarily driven by soaring food prices and the economic challenges stemming from the removal of huge subsidies in May. This revelation comes from the 20 September 2023 Consumer Price Index CPI and Inflation Report, which was recently released by the National Bureau of Statistics NBS. The CPI, a measure of price changes for goods and services, increased from 25.80% in August 2023, marking a significant rise of 0.92% points. The report highlighted September 2023, the headline inflation rate increased to 26.72% relative to the August 2023 headline inflation rate, which was 25.80%. Taking a closer look at this sheet, the September 2023 headline inflation rate saw a notable increase of 0.92% point when compared to the August 2023 figure. On a year-on-year basis, the headline inflation rate was 5.94% points higher compared to September 2022, which recorded a rate of 20.27%. Moreover, the report disclosed that food inflation in September 2023 stood at 30.64% on a year-on-year basis, marking a significant 7.30% point increase compared to September 2022, which was 23.34%. This urge in food inflation was driven by price hikes in oil and fat, bread and cereals, potatoes, yams, or other tubers, fish, fish, fruit, meat, vegetables, milk, cheese, and eggs. On a month-on-month basis, food inflation in September 2022 recorded a rate of 2.45%, which was 1.41% lower compared to the rate in August 2023, which was 3.87%. The decrease in food inflation on a monthly basis was attributed to reduction in the rate of increase in the average prices of potatoes, yams, and other tubers, as stated in the report. Baif arrested for pouring hot water on husband in River State. In a shocking incident, the River State Police Commander has taken into custody a woman who allegedly scalded her husband with poisoned water during a heated domestic dispute. The woman identified as Mrs. Goslov Olakada, originally hailing from Afaibon State, for residing in Agonchiata in an element local government area of River State, was apprehended by the members of the local Incha Vigilante and subsequently handed over to the LMA Police Division on Saturday, October 14. The trouble began when Mrs. Olakada purportedly requested her husband 
the right out with the sum of 15,000 naira as part of the close community dividend. When her husband declined, it alleged that she took drastic measures, pouring scalding hot water on his face and making up with his automated teller machine ATM card. Following the incident, Mrs. Olakada was discovered hiding in the ceiling of their residence. This couple, consisting of Mrs. Olakada and her husband, the Giri Olakada, parent of the two daughters, the River State Police Commander presented by their spokesperson, S.P. Grace Onyekoko, has confirmed the incident and stated that an ongoing investigation is in progress. We are not beggars. TDA chairman calls out of the state government. The chairman of the Shokere Community Development Area, CDA, in the state Nigeria, has voiced strong criticism against the distribution of palliatives in its community, emphasizing that residents are neither hungry nor in need of such assistance. In a widely circulated video on social media, the chairman expressed his discontent while holding a bag of rice labeled the state palliative program. Lamenting the inadequacy of rice allocated to the one of some household in Shokere Estate. In his own words, he stated, I am the chairman of the CDA and I was just at home now, and they brought this for me as palliative for the old of Shokere Estate. In this estate, we have one for seven houses, families, and tenants living there. We are not hungry, we are not beggars, so we don't need your rice as palliative. This is not even up to one eighth of a bag of rice. Comment follows the allocation of 5 billion naira to each state and the Federal Capital Territory FCT by the Federal Government for Palliatives after renewal of heat subsidies. The purpose of this allocation was to enable the purchase of food items for distribution to the underprivileged in the respective state. He criticized the state government that for abuse action as an affront to both him and the entire estate, expressing confusion about how to distribute such limited resources among the households. The chairman firmly conveyed his message to the government, specifically addressing Governor Dapabiodun, suggesting that if they cannot provide substantial assistance, they should refrain from making such gestures, emphasizing that the, best, that the community should accept what they consider an insult. Lagos Seals Hospital for Unsafe Blood Transfusion urges vigilance. The private hospital located in Agor Quarter within the Oshudi Solo Local Government Area of Lagos State, Nigeria has been sealed by the Lagos State Government due to the alarming practice of administering unscreened and unlabeled blood to unsuspecting patients. Dr. Bodwin Yoshikumaya, the Executive Secretary of the Lagos State Blood Transmission Service LSBTS, reviewed it concerning developments in a statement issued through Tubos Rugoban with the Director of Public Affairs for the State Minister of Health. The LSBTS took swift action after receiving a tip-off from a concerned citizen collaborating with the State Health Facilities Monitoring and Accreditation Agency, AFAMA, to shut down the facility. Oshikomai explained, following a tip-off and after thorough investigations, the enforcement team of LSBTS and AFAMA during their joint monitoring exercise in the area visited the facility and confirmed to be true with the unwholesome, unprofessional and unethical medical practices and conduct of the hospital management. This extreme step was taken because of various violations, including failure to adhere to the blood transmission service law, unethical and unprofessional medical service practices, and a severe risk posed to unknowing patients. The law unequivocally states that blood cannot be transfused to a patient in legal state unless it has been screened, tested, labeled by the state law transmission committee, and confirmed negative for all transmissible diseases including HIV 1 and 2, hepatitis B and C, and any other diseases deemed necessary by the LSBTS. 
the security secretary further explained that information about the blood donors and participants has been retrieved from the hospital management. Patients who were subjected to unclean blood units have been placed as part of the critical protocol to assess their clinical health status and ensure their safety. Welcome to Global News. Thirty-five-year-old elected as Ecuador's president pledges to restore peace. In an age-defined victory, Daniel Nimboa, a 35-year-old heir to the Banana Empire, has been elected as Ecuador's youngest ever president. He celebrated his win in Quito with the blaring of car horns, promising to restore peace to a country plagued by a brutal drug gang war. Following the Electoral Authority declaration of his victory, officially driver Lisa Gonzalez concession, Noboa pledged to begin the work of rebuilding a nation that has been deeply scarred by violence, corruption, and hatred. Ecuador, traditionally a peaceful haven situated between major cocaine exporters, Colombia and Peru, has witnessed a surge in violence in recent years as rival gangs with connections to Mexican and Colombian cartels vie for control. This violent struggle has resulted in a brutal massacre of at least 116 inmates in prisons since February 2021, with many being bearded or burned alive in a large scale riot. The violence has spilled into the streets where gangs have resorted to gruesome displays such as dangling headless cops from city bridges and denoting car bombs outside police stations to showcase their power. In August, this wave of violence claimed the life of anti graft and anti cartel presidential candidate Fernando Villavenciel, who was gone down in the hall of stop machine gun fire after a campaign speech, despite falling in second place. Following Villavenciel's assassination, a state of emergency was declared and both the Nobu and Gonzalez campaign and voted with heavy security details and bulletproof vest. In his hometown of Olon in the southwest, President Les Nubua emphasized his commitment to restore peace, to introduce education to the youth, and create job opportunities in the country. Israel denies ceasefire from Gaza evacuation, pledges safety on the designated route. Israel has denied report of a temporary ceasefire in Gaza aimed at allowing foreign nationals to flee to neighboring Egypt. However, the Israeli military has committed to not striking specific routes within Gaza designated for evacuation from north to south during a limited time frame from 8 a.m. to 12 noon. Previous media reports have suggested that Israel, Egypt, and the United States had agreed to open the Rafah crossing between Gaza and Egypt for several hours on Monday to facilitate the departure of foreign nationals and the entry of humanitarian aid. A statement from Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's office clarified. There is currently no ceasefire and humanitarian aid in Gaza in return for removing foreigners. Eight convoys waiting on the Egyptian side at north left the town of El Arish, located, located about 40 kilometers and 5 miles west of Rafah as of Monday. The Israeli military emphasized its ongoing operational activity with military spokesman Daniel Algari stating there is no ceasefire and we are continuing with operational activity. Isat Arikish, the chief, the chief of Hamas Media Office, also contracted the media report asserting that there was no truth to the ceasefire claims. 
Israeli military announced it would refrain from targeting two designated roads in the Gaza Strip to facilitate the movement of residents southward and away from potential ground operations. History spokesperson Avicii Adre confirmed this in a statement urging people to utilize the designated assets for their safety. UN United Nations Relief Chief Martin Griffith expressed, expressed his hope to get aid through the Rafa crossing into Gaza to assist the approximately 1 million people who have been displaced within Gaza and those already living there. This humanitarian move is in response to the conflict between Gaza, Hamas, militants, and Israel, which has resulted in significant casualties and displacement. The situation remains volatile with both sides engaged in military action particularly in southern areas of Gaza, including Kanyunis and Rafa. Welcome to Sport Update. Belgium, Sweden, Euro qualifier suspended after Brazil's terrorist attack leads to death. The Euro 2024 qualifier between Belgium and Sweden was halted at a half-time due to a terrorist attack in Brussels, resulting in the tragic death of two Swedish nationals. Journalists at the Royal Badon Stadium in Brussels reported that fans were kept inside the venue, and the UEFA website confirmed that the match was suspended with the score tied at 1-1. The Swedish Football Association reviewed that Belgian police instructed supporters to remain in the arena for security reasons. An official statement on its website, UEFA declared, following a suspected terrorist attack on Brussels this evening, it has been decided after consultation with the two teams and the local police authorities that the UEFA Euro 2024 qualifying match between Sweden and Belgium is abandoned. The Belgian national team expressed their condolences on social media, acknowledging the suspension of the match and expressing their sympathy for those affected. Earlier, Brussels experienced a shooting incident in which two people lost their lives with the, sus- with the suspected gunman reportedly on the run. Prime Minister Alexander de Croo identified the victims as Swedish and offered condolences to Sweden's premier, emphasizing the need to stand together against terrorism. Anti-terrorism police have been assigned to the investigation as defying global concern following the recent Hamas attack on Israel and the subsequent military response. Before the March suspension, Sweden has taken the lead with a goal from forward with Tokores, but the home team equalized through Umelu Lukaku in the 31st minute. Super Eagles beat Mozambique, win first friendly in five years. In a thrilling match, the Super Eagles achieved a 3-2 victory over Mozambique in a friendly game, marking Nigeria's first win in a friendly match in five years. Mozambique initially took the lead with a goal from Kenny from, from Katamo just 7 minutes into the game, raising concerns that Nigeria's winless streak in friendly matches might continue. However, the removal of OGC nice equalized for the Super Eagles with a close-range shot 13 minutes later, leaving the score at Estadio Municipal de Adufera in Abuferia in Portugal. Nigeria continued to dominate play and it came as no surprise when they took the lead. Frank Oyeka of Brentford capitalized on a loose ball at the edge of the bus and fired home, giving the Eagles a 2-1 lead. Mozambique was reduced to 10 men after a foul on Joe Aribo in the 37 minutes, but Nigeria took a bit more time to score their third goal. The members of Mozambique considered a penalty after Andy Fisayo Dilibashiru's free kick and Simon Moses converted the spot kick into Nigeria's third goal of the day. 
The second half saw both teams making effort to score and the Mozambique managed to reduce the deficit with a goal by Faisal Bibangal. Nigeria made some late changes in the match and despite two goals by Sadiq Umar being disallowed for offside, they held off the East, they held off the East Africans to secure their first friendly match victory since defeating Egypt 1-0 in March 2019. Prior to this win, Nigeria has played 15 friendly matches, losing 7 and drawing 8 during those 5 years. And it's a wrap on our Konishi podcast. Kindly stay tuned to all our podcasts on Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Audio Mac, and even Spotify. You can also watch our clips live on Instagram, Facebook Reels, and YouTube using the name Arakonishi Podcast. Thank you for listening.